welcome everyone to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official unofficial voice for the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt. Joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today bringing you uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot episode 101 entitled Vendetta, the very first of a six episode sprung on us out of the blue digital series starring Natalia Cordova Buckley. Yeah, an awesome treat while Shield is away. And uh, if this first uh, if this first offering is any indication, we are in for a treat, Pete, as we break it down. Let's talk slingshot schedule. We are doing the first episode now. We're going to be back uh, for parts two and three on Monday, December 19th and Thursday, the 22nd. We're going to repeat that Monday and Thursday pattern for the following week, the 26th and 29th. And then, Pete, we're going to hit the new year running as we conclude slingshot on Monday, January 2nd. Just in time for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to resume uh, following its winter read fall finale um, a couple weeks ago. And uh, we'll be back for Tuesday, January 10th for the resumption of season two. We will also talk to you towards the end of this episode about some uh, some other holiday uh, things we'll be sprinkling in throughout that time frame. But Matt, let's get to... Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slingshot here. Pete, this is a fantastic concept, particularly as, you know, that that intersection of digital and live TV is still being figured out. This is no uh, bottle episode. This is no weak uh, story that we're being given here. Uh, this is a well-written, fun episode, at least the first five minutes. Pete, I remain spoiler-free, haven't watched beyond it, but... Um, Things are really off to a great start. It feels like a full episode. And I think it's telling that ABC is dropping this not just on their website to get website traffic. It's Instagram. It's Facebook. It's YouTube. Uh, it's Twitter. And uh, I think they're kind of using what what we were concerned was a forgotten, you know, oh, shield ratings aren't good as being sh shuffled off. You know, instead they're using this vibrant property with its engaged audience to see exactly where people might want to watch things online. I definitely think it's a gauge and perhaps portentous of, of things to come with the amount of development that's going on in Marvel TV right now, both in terms of projects that went to series and some other ideas that kind of floated around, fizzled out. But Matt, we begin here, rock music blaring over the Marvel Studios logo there in present day as Elena Rodriguez wanders S.H.I.E.L.D. HQ. Yeah, and on the one hand, maybe you want to be pessimistic and say, look, it's a standing set. No, no, no. If you're going to do right where we left off on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, she is, Yo-Yo uh, is, obviously a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, but still a little, little bit on the outside of things. And uh, as she finds Daisy working out with her AOS-branded eye device, uh, Pete, we're continuing from what we saw last week on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, you know, beating that heavy bag. Uh, it, it may owe her money, Matt, not quite clear. But, uh, you know, she says, Daisy says she's trying to get back in her routine here. So we're right back with the characters at the moment where we left off. Um, 
they remark how it's quiet there, you know, obviously with well, a skeleton TV crew around that <laughs> uh, fewer strangers uh, in suits running around a jab, both at the uh, future bureaucratic uh, discussion here, as well as the uh, super suit that uh, Jeffrey Mace's character uh, debuted in uh, the most recent agents of shield episode. And again, I think neither you nor I look at this, uh, look at look at the lack of it being rock'em sock'em action and extras aplenty. We don't see that as a as a negative. We have spoken many times across our various podcasts about how bottle episodes or or some of these constraints that might be placed upon the money of an episode or something like that, how sometimes that leads to the best writing. Um, and and in writer James Oliver, we have a, a wonderful start here that is explaining in the forefront why things are a little different than usual. No harm, no foul. Um, we also get some some catch up uh, about uh, Mace wanting to grill Daisy. Pete, after all, there's a need for Daisy and Yo-Yo to get their stories straight. About that night. Yeah. You know, how much do they know? And uh, it's at this point that we get the superimposed. Now we're several months ago in the same set. Um, you know, you, you get a feeling this came together quick from a filming standpoint. But again, because we're on, uh, you know, extra time and everything, obviously some shortcuts are going to be taken. But in terms of telling a story, it's still effective. Uh, you know, Colson had stepped down. They thought they'd never see Daisy again here. And then um, pretty much nameless uh, shield guy in suit, as they just lamented here, uh, says that Director Mace is running late. So he won't be in this episode. And uh, you're going to wait for him here. It's then that uh, Yo-Yo tries to scan in with her ID. Clearly, she's looking for intel doesn't work though does it matt no it doesn't and her remark k estabina pete we are a g-rated podcast let's just say that she's saying that this is some baloney feathers that might come out of the rear end of a of a bull <laughs> if you know what i mean um and the introduction here of colson is is everything it should be for a digital series a web series as this is of a, of a larger show it's it's reverent um, and, you know, full credit here in Joe Casada's directorial debut um, for the way it is shot. We have an axe wielding box holding Clark Gregg coming down the stairs there. And uh, it's it's amazing that in a five minute runtime here, Matt, we have such great character moments. Yeah, we've spoken many times about how your standard Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode rips along in terms of pace. Um, and and even most of the time lightly moves through some of the, the required exposition necessary for, uh, you know, just to set up any episode, let alone one where you're saying, hey, it is present day. Hey, this is what just happened. Hey, let's flashback. No change in that effervescence here. Um I mean, as soon as you see the axe handle sticking out of that out of that box, that plus, quite frankly, the dialogue of uh, of uh, how Coulson had just recently stepped down, you're you're right back where you're supposed to be mentally. 
Right. And, uh, you know, the axis is good luck charm. Of course, the recap that this is what he had severed his own hand with uh, before he developed the uh, the and reaction to the terogenesis uh, crystals back at the end of season two. Um, and uh, the, the catch up, if you will, the recap. Yeah. You know, I'd heard Mace called you in. You're signing the Sokovia Accords. This is a big step, of course. And uh, back to their relationship as characters that Coulson always trusted his assets. Uh, yeah, he monitored them, but he understood them or at least made that attempt. Whereas Mace and this new regime, it's more of what can we get out of these people? How can we control them? And I think, again, that goes with uh, the excellent writing here by James Oliver and what they're able to do in this tiny slice of story. I like too, that they take the opportunity to rewind a little bit on Mace, who I think that uh, the issues with Senator Nadir notwithstanding uh, by and large in the current agents of shield chronology, uh, we are sympathetic to him. We feel like he's a good guy. He is navigating the political intersection uh, that that Shield has. You know, Shield as security and Shield politically. But we're kind of sympathetic to him. This does take things back, Pete. This notion, far fetched as it might be, new boss, new rules. Uh, he wants us to work for him. He has little little regard for we, the little people. Uh, so some crazy fiction there. Um, but certainly where the mindset was of, of the new boss indeed during a, a time unseen on agents of shield. Yeah. And yo-yo misses the old boss and there's this look here and Natalia Cordova Buckley to her credit, just the charisma that she oozes as this character and what she does with a look that she's able to give Colson the trust, the kindness really endears this character, a character who is already dear to the audience. Absolutely. And uh, there's also dialogue there from Coulson that uh, that the list of powered people, it's an important step forward. Uh, Yo-Yo mentioning her concerns about it being, uh, being meant to track. Uh, but uh, most importantly here, um, she wants to share with Coulson information on a powered individual, but no, 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 Pete. He doesn't want to hear it from her. Why is that, Pete? Is there a flow chart or something now? Yeah, we have our spectrum of security, and I'm sure there's all sorts of other re uh, requirements as far as sharing it, but he points out, and it's it's maybe one of the jerkiest things we've ever seen Clark Gregg do as Colson. He's like, hey, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. You're not going to tell me that because that's not the procedure anymore. Um, and it was an interesting choice, but it's really effective in terms of moving this narrative forward. Uh, she's clearly trying to track somebody down from uh, her native country of Colombia, and uh, he's trying to build bridges, albeit with Mace, somebody that, you know, we as the audience don't trust anywhere near uh, as much as we did Colson. And, uh, the the connection between Yo-Yo and Coulson still very strong, but he wants to have her give uh, Mace a chance. 
Yeah, it provides some nice interplay with the latest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., given that we, of course, we are sympathetic to Clark Gregg's Coulson, uh, and any um, unprofessionalism that we have seen from Coulson's part, it's kind of been with a wink and a nod, you know. Um, certainly he is legitimately trying to track down or, or was legitimately trying to track down, uh, Daisy. Um, but there's been this specter of Mace not entirely trusting him. And it's in this most recent Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode where Mace lays out that accusation that, um, that Coulson has been backstabbing him the entire time and, and, and trying to run things behind his back, which by and large we have not seen. Uh, and certainly we haven't taken that sentiment to heart. So for to for for Colson in the in this episode, the episode after Mace leveled these accusations, albeit this episode prior in time, for him to be reiterating from the start, no, 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 respect the new director, respect the chain of command, respect the procedure. It's got a little extra bite against Mace. Yeah, and this is uh, peppered uh, amongst him reaching in the box. We very clearly see the picture of Stan Lee, who had his cameo for Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. in season one. The episode tracks there, not meant necessarily to be the picture of that character, a guy who was on the train with a with a couple of uh, uh, good looking ladies, Matt. Um, but he hands a little box to Yo-Yo here um, and reminds her that, you know, you're not giving something up as much as she's becoming a larger part of the team. It's a shield pin. They gave those out when, Matt? When S.H.I.E.L.D. was founded. And Pete, that one was owned by Ga- Peggy Carter. So we get the we get uh, the, the name check there. We get uh, a little extra uh, Agent uh, Carter. Heart, uh, I know. If only Haley Atwell's schedule was opening up. <clears throat> um, so fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed on more Agent Carter. Uh, but we get that little whiff here, and it just adds to the specialness of Slingshot. Yeah, and it's 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 a handoff that works here. Yeah, oh, you, you hold on to that thing that's important to me and our entire organization. I'll only lose it on the Zephyr, you know, where I've been living for the past couple months and the story we've told eight episodes of to this point. So the, the integration, the degree of integration here is, is high again, credit to, to Oliver and Casada as the team here, the base isn't going to be the same without both Colson and Mac, which the stakes are raised now uh, for us heading into this slingshot episode, because we've seen the relationship between yo-yo and, uh, uh, Henry Simmons Mac uh, move forward. With that, Colson leaves. He's off to search for Daisy. Uh, again, kind of this interesting loop to it because we've seen, uh, obviously, in, in episodes uh, earlier back than the most recent S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, but with Daisy now fully restored to the S.H.I.E.L.D. family, it's this interesting flashback to the beginning of the search to, to essentially uh, start the process that would bring her home. And uh, Pete, then we get to see the what I'm assuming is going to be the baddie for a slingshot, that powered individual that she mentioned uh, just a few moments ago. Yeah, uh, on the phone, it's partially visible. A Colonel Victor, the RA is kind of obscured with her finger there, but has escaped from prison. 
and then as she's delivering a voiceover, and I think the juxtaposition of the roles, she's talking in the voiceover how she was angry and reckless. And these are things that we ascribed to uh, Quake's character, to Daisy, in that time gap that took place after the loss of Lincoln Campbell and everything there, where now Yo-Yo has taken on that and, and she had this vendetta, you know, because that's the name of this episode. And then oh, Matt. Oh, I get it. I get it. What do we see? Pete, we see two shots. Then the mystery man in question is revealed, certainly looking powerful indeed and looking uh, like quite the threat for these remaining five episodes. She had no idea uh, what he had stolen. Uh, there's a there's a crate there, which he opens up and his, his face low shot from uh, the, the bottom of the screen there with Casada. Uh, behind the camera, no idea as it's lit there how dangerous this man had become, Matt. And we are off to the races with five more episodes of Slingshot. This first episode of Slingshot gives us front and center Natalia Cordova Buckley's power, her presence on screen, uh, her, her, her dignity, and what a wonderful time in our in our. TV viewing to have that image out there it might not be on the TV screen, but it's but it's on the screen and it's part of the narrative. Well, Matt, let's talk about the rest of our time and what we'll be bringing you over the next couple of weeks as we're uh, filling in the uh, small holiday hiatus here for Agents of Shield with this uh, present we did not expect under the tree of Slingshot. We had, of course, made other plans to keep the content train coming to you at fantastic geek uh we will uh be bringing you a little story from a galaxy uh far far away a long time ago uh later this week uh with uh, rogue one a star wars story and our impressions of that as is tradition also matt as is tradition be uh bringing you a little uh uh, commentary so you can play back along with the Christmas tradition of a Christmas story broadcast on uh, TBS over those 24 hours. We'll be dropping that when? That is going to drop probably Friday night, the 23rd. That way you have it ready to go, downloaded, all your devices synced up. I believe uh, I believe TBS does the first airing, usually Saturday, Christmas Eve at 8 p.m. Correct. But uh, it'll be that way it's it's out there in the world for you. Additionally, we will be bringing you, as is also a fantastic geek tradition, a commentary of uh, another film uh, yet to be publicly named here. So please look out for that. That'll be your uh, holiday treat from us to you. Um, in addition to uh, the Discovery, uh, a Star Trek podcast by Fantastic Geek, bringing you the latest in casting as that cranks up ahead of shooting in the uh, Canadian wilds, Matt, after the first of the year, Stardate 2017. Yeah, for all the, uh, for all the great joy that Marvel has brought us and will continue to bring us definitely looking uh, looking forward to talking more about Star Trek Discovery and uh, fitting that uh, towards that first weekend of the new year we'll be uh, looking ahead to uh, looking ahead to the future there with Star Trek Discovery 
with that, Pete, let's start to wrap up this first episode of uh, our coverage of Slingshot. So, Pete, how can people be in touch with you? You can uh, find me on Twitter at uh, Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 8,642 followers. Can't be wrong. While I am personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, you can be in touch with the podcast in a whole host of ways. We are Fantastic Geek with the PH. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, where we are Fantastic Geek, fantasticgeek.com, fantasticgeek at Gmail, fantasticgeek on Instagram. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com forward slash fantasticgeek, again with the PH, all one word. Like it today, be part of everything we do. Well, Pete, we will be back on the Pop Culture Podcast this weekend talking Rogue One, and we'll, we will be back on the Pop Culture Podcast feed and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feed next Monday, December 19th, to continue to talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. slingshot. With that, Pete, I will give you the final word. Zoom, zoom.